Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Purina. Purina is dedicated to creating richer lives for pets and the people who love them. From helping older pets think like their younger selves to making cat ownership a possibility for more people than ever. Purina is helping pets thrive so they can live long, healthy, and happy lives. Purina has you covered for all your furry friends' needs, whether they meow or bark. From litter to treats to their best-in-class, nutrient-packed food with taste your pets will love. Purina's got your back at every stage of your pet's life. Your pet gives you the joy of the spring sunshine all year round. So today and every day, care for your pet with Purina. Your pet is Purina's passion. To learn more, head to Amazon.com backslash Purina. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to Balanced Black Girl. My name is Les. I'm your host. This show is all about conversations that help us feel healthy, happy, thriving, a big part of life, whether we love it, whether we hate it, is dating and relationships. So every once in a while on this show, we got to bring it back because relationships are a big part of our health. So it's important to talk about. And I'm excited to welcome back a very special guest who has been on the podcast before, but I'm really excited to have her back, Mrs. Demona Hoffman. Now, I got to say with Demona, the credentials are there. The resume is long, like been a celebrity dating coach for a minute in the game has written columns for publications like the LA Times, like the Washington Post. She's been a spokesperson for apps like Match, Bumble, OkCupid. She is the love expert on the Drew Barrymore Show. And she just released her new book, F the Fairy Tale. So like I said, the resume is long. I'm really excited to welcome back Demona. Thank you. It's great to be back. And you gave me the Mrs. Credentials. So I did. I appreciate that because I earned that one, too. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm so happy to have you back. The last time you were on the show, it was late 2020. Here we are, 2024. What were we doing back then? A lot's hmm. happened. Yeah, we yeah. were at home. <laughs> we were at home. People were dating on apps. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, there's been a little bit of a shift. Mm-hmm. People are still dating on apps. But everybody is sort of like IRL curious as well. Yeah, I want to talk about that. I definitely want to talk about that. But before we dive in, I actually want to do a little icebreaker game with you. And I want to play a game called Cute or Cringy. So I'm going to give you a scenario and you're going to tell me whether or not you think it's cute or cringy. And that's going to kind of kick us off. So sliding into the DMs, cute or cringy? Cute. Cute. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. I'm all about female empowerment. And I feel like. It's a, a way for women to level the playing field in dating. For sure. I've, I've had some luck with sliding into the DMs. Really? I've had some successful mm, that DMs. That sounds like slides. a story I want to hear later. <laughs> I have. I have. Pickup lines, cute or cringy? Cringy. Cringy. Yeah. Just be authentic. You Especially the cheesy, like 90s ones. No, I mean, <laughs> there's a point where that actually becomes cute. It can. If you're self aware and you're acknowledging yeah. that, but otherwise, yeah. cringy. Got it. Need a little bit of riz. Uh, reality TV dating shows, cute or cringy? So cute. 
cute. Which ones do you have any favorites? My favorite is Love is Blind. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's so many good ones out there. But like good because they're entertaining or good because they are effective at helping people find love? Oh, no, they're not effective at helping (laughs) people find love at all. They're so exciting for me to watch and for me to talk about on my podcast and for you to talk about here. For sure. Yeah, they're definitely entertaining. The entertainment factor is high. So it's cute for you, too. I don't know. I still go back and forth. I but I'm really bad at watching TV. So I think that's how is my one bad at watching flaw. TV? <laughs> I literally will watch a show. I'll watch an episode and I'll be like, oh, that was cute. And then I'll forget a show ever uh, existed and like never watch it again. Yeah, there's a lot of content out there. There is. Yeah, I hear yeah. what you're saying. But yeah. Love is Blind always sucks me in. Even if I don't really connect with the characters mm-hmm. or I feel like the matches aren't, I have my own feelings about the matches. <laughs> Even so, I will just hate watch it through the rest of the season just just to make sure that I saw it. It's so easy to do. And it's once you start that show, you want to see it through. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to because also the match is really just the beginning of the journey. Oh, sort 100%. of like Married at First Sight. Mm-hmm. And I did a spinoff of Married at First Sight I hosted called Hashtag Black Love mm-hmm. that was on FYI. And that was taking the, the people who didn't make it mm-hmm. and then helping them find love. So, mm. you know, they're... If we're really asking in terms of success in relationships, it's it's a, it's definitely cringe because it, <laughs> it it does have a lasting impact. Yeah. I mean, you're legitimately getting married to somebody yeah. that you just met. Right. There are real world consequences to that. And so that's something like as somebody that's worked in reality TV for mm-hmm. a long time, too. I don't know why that has to be the stakes all the time. Yeah. Like, it's why real does high. that have to be the end game? Yeah. And now it's like if a show doesn't have that that kind of stakes either people have to be completely naked in their thongs <laughs> or it's not getting on the air and there's One so many the happy mediums uh, from those I are feel all like extremes. I would watch that I mean I love a verite I think that's one of the reasons that I love love is blind mm-hmm. because it does feel it's a completely contrived situation right but people are totally real in the mm-hmm. midst of it yeah and you do see more of a kind of natural progression yeah. When you have people one on one as opposed to like a bunch of contestants vying for one person. That's just such an unnatural situation. Yeah. Which show are you talking about? Like I The Bachelor. Or like The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I talk about it yeah. in the book. Right. How, you know, The Bachelor has really shaped our perceptions of what relationships should look like and yeah. what the courtship process looks like. And that's really what F the Fairy Tale is all about. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get all of these old myths and stories out of our head and make a pathway towards what's actually going to work for us. 100%. I mean, it feels like at this point, those things are more so influencer factories than relationship makers. You said it. I didn't. (laughs) Can we be real? (laughs) We are always. Rules about what's masculine and what's feminine, cute or cringy. Oh, so cringy. Mm -hmm. I've never, I've been doing this for like 17 years Mm -hmm. and I have never subscribed to old school dating norms Mm -hmm. and around masculinity and femininity, around gender roles, around like, what even is gender these days? So, you know, it's just like, we cannot play by those old rules. And that keeps a lot of people stuck. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Yeah. I I agree that I think rules are just super cringy. There's no one size fits all that's going to work for everybody. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. In the book, I say tools over rules. Yeah. Because if you have tools, then you know how to apply it for yourself. Yeah. If you have rules, it's you're just fitting into a mold. And then you might as well just try out for The Bachelorette or something. (laughs) At least get some followers (laughs) out of it. 
Right. You know? Exactly. Some brand deals. Like, <laughs> Get in the factory. I'm tempted. Getting to know someone almost exclusively via text message, cute or cringy? No, that is so cringy. I, you know, I have, I have very strict rules with my clients mm-hmm. about texting. Mm-hmm. I call it the texting trap. Yeah, I've been in that. I've learned no, that lesson. It is not, it's, <laughs> it's not a relationship. No. It's a kind of relationship, but it's probably not the relationship that you think it is. Yeah. And there's just so much room for misinterpretation mm-hmm. and for people misrepresenting themselves. Yep. And yeah, cringe, yeah. cringe, cringe all the way. Agreed. I think it creates a false sense of intimacy where you feel this sense of closeness, but you're actually not close. It's yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Well, and our brains are filling in the gaps. Like we right. love stories. Right. So we start telling the story and then we think, oh, well, we know how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. And we fill in the blanks between in, in those little dots. Yeah. When, when those little three dots pop up, we start yeah. filling in what is on the other side. And a lot of times we're not right. Right. No, I think yeah. we do do that. It's natural with the absence of information to create your own. Yeah. But that's not always the best time to do that. <laughs> no. And I think it can be cute if you're doing it in preparation. Like right. I have everybody go through a mindset phase. Mm-hmm. I know you're really big into the mindfulness. Mm-hmm. The, the mindset of dating is its own process. And that's where I begin everybody. That's where I begin the book. That's where I begin all my clients. We got to first focus on the mindset and clarify, what do you even want? Like Mm -hmm. people will come to me and they're like, I'm having a terrible time with online dating. And I'm like, okay, well, let's first talk about what are you looking for? And they're like, well, I'll know it when I see it. Well, have you seen it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you won't know. (laughs) You won't know. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to do that. Do that sort of visualization. Mm -hmm. Do that, that exercise of getting clarity and letting yourself play and imagine and fantasize mm-hmm. before you begin the dating process, mm-hmm. but not when you're with somebody that you're really interacting with. Right. Then you can then that's not a fantasy anymore. You have to deal with reality. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, and you're creating a, a false image of this person. And you could be disappointed by what's really there. Yeah. I was disappointed many a time. Mm-hmm. And you know, so much of this advice comes from my own lived experience. And yep. then seeing clients go through this yep. over all of these years, there's certain patterns and there's certain shortcuts mm-hmm. that I like to offer to people. And texting mm. is not one of them. Mm. I want to <laughs> get into those, but I like that. I like that. And then last one, I think I know what you're going to say here. Fairy tale, cute or cringy? <laughs> I'm certainly biased. <laughs> uh, so I have to say cringy because mm-hmm. I literally wrote the book. Yep. <laughs> yep. But I think they have a place, mm-hmm. but they don't have a place in helping us develop the love story of our own lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they give a lot of false ideals. And, yeah. you know, I grew up on fairy tales and rom-coms and I love a good story as much as the next gal. Yeah. But I also know that that is not the reality. Yeah. And chasing that. Yeah. Is it's just a road to heartache, and that's not what I want yeah. for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. You agree? agree. I do. I do. I agree. I want to say yes. I want to say cute, mm-hmm. but I just I see the other side, right? Of when the fairy tales fall through. Yeah, when people come to me and they're so discouraged about love, and I and I really, you know, I say I started out as a love cynic. Mm-hmm. I was very cynical. I did not think I was ever gonna meet my person. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll just be. Married to my career and that's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, before I was a dating expert 
And I have, when I met my husband and I went through this process around finding love and then I met my person and I was like, oh no, this actually works. Mm. (laughs) I have to create a new narrative now. Yeah, And I've had to completely rewrite my narrative about love. Mm -hmm. And so now I went from like love cynic to love evangelist. Which is beautiful. Spread the good word. Absolutely. And I think (laughs) we need that. We need more of that. We do. We do. And that's a lot of the feedback that I've been getting is Mm -hmm. that this is really a book that spreads hope. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's just so much cynicism. A lot of times people look at the cover and they're like, oh, F the fairy tale. This is going to be more of the cynicism that's out there. But it's more just capturing Mm -hmm. the feeling that is already out there. Yeah but then giving people a roadmap to find hope Mm -hmm. and to create their own love story. I find that empowering. Absolutely. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you may know that alcohol isn't a huge part of the balanced black girl lifestyle. I have scaled back my drinking a lot over the past few years. I largely stopped drinking during the pandemic and I really haven't missed the alcohol and have felt better than ever. And maybe you have too, whether you're exploring a sober curious lifestyle or you're having a dry January, there are so many reasons why you may not be drinking alcohol right now, but that doesn't mean that you don't still want to have fun with friends or to have fun drink options besides water. So if that's you, then Heineken 0.0 is an alcohol-free option to the original Heineken you love because it has 100% taste, but 0.0% alcohol. That means it's perfect for the times when you'd like a beer and are avoiding alcohol. It's perfect to bring to a party or to have during happy hour or while on a date or even to enjoy while watching the big game with friends. And I found as someone who doesn't drink a lot, sometimes just having a drink to hold or something in your hand can help make those social situations a lot less awkward. Heineken 0.0 has 100% of the taste with 0.0% alcohol. Click the link in the show notes to buy now. Must be 21 or older to purchase. Please enjoy Heineken responsibly. I have been super focused on improving my style for the past year. And the best thing I've done to help my style and help me save money on clothes is subscribe to Newly. And I've gotten so many of my friends obsessed with Newly as well. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Renting from Newly lets me shift gears in my wardrobe without a complete or completely expensive overhaul. Every month, I rent six items from Newly's shared closet of over 17,000 styles with inclusive sizes, and it's my go-to for special occasion outfits, items to wear during travel, or when I want to experiment with new styles but don't want to commit to buying a new piece. I love that I get to try out trending styles, colors, and silhouettes, and then send them back for something new every month. Newly takes care of everything from shipping to laundry, and I can even pause without paying a fee if I need to take a break for any reason. I also love that Newly offers some of my favorite brands like Free People, Anthropology, A Goldie, and more. And subscribing to Newly has saved me so much money. Instead of spending hundreds on new clothes each month, I just try six new pieces, perfect for whatever I'm up to that month, then swap them out for something different. 
It's more sustainable. It's super flexible without any hidden fees and has made getting dressed so much more fun. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BALANCEDLESS20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code BALANCEDLESS20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with the code BALANCEDLESS20. B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-L-E-S-2-0. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Explore the endless bounds of space with all new Lego building sets. From engineering wonders like Lego, Technic NASA, Apollo Lunar Roving Vehicle, to astronaut dog walkers, there is a perfect Lego set for everyone on Earth. First launched in 1978, space sets have been igniting people's curiosity through the ultimate creative medium of Lego bricks. Their newest collection is sure to propel the wonder for exploration and adventure across the galaxies. Be inspired by Lego sets that are out of this world. Visit Amazon.com slash Lego space to see the full collection. Your clothes. Okay, I'm going to flip the script on you for a second and mm-hmm. ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the best time ever in history for women to be single mm. because we have more choice than mm-hmm. we've ever had before. Yeah. And people will argue with me about it. So I open the door if you wish to argue with me. <laughs> what do you think? I, I don't wish to argue. I mean, I think it depends on what people want. I do think that it is a great time to be a single woman. The amount of choice and agency and flexibility we have over all areas of our life is really, really beautiful. So I think to that extent, it's great. I think if somebody just wants to like meet their person and settle down tomorrow, it I think it is challenging but I don't think it's challenging because everything is bad I think it's challenging because we see how good our lives can be and if we're meeting people who aren't contributing to that then it's tricky it is tricky and you bring up a good point because we do see you know just speaking of like cishet daters for a second Mm -hmm. we see over the last three years that a lot of women spent the pandemic Mm -hmm. working on themselves yeah listening to Balanced Black Girl, bettering their lives. <laughs> yeah. 
And men didn't go through that same journey. Right. Largely. Right. So there is a little bit of an imbalance Mm -hmm. in that dating pool because women are like, well, I've been doing all this work and I have all this clarity. And, you know, I see it with my clients too. They're like, my profile is on point. I got mm-hmm. the pictures that Demona told me to get mm-hmm. and I'm I'm doing my swiping. I'm doing all the things right. And then like, here comes this, <laughs> this fool in my inbox that doesn't have, like it's doing the bathroom selfies. He's holding a and, fish. <laughs> and, and I do yeah. not understand the dashboard, the dashboard car photos. Like, I don't your, understand any of their photos. Yeah, in your Ford Focus, like, yeah. And look, and I, I got nothing against a Ford Focus. <laughs> I just do not need to see a picture of you from the dashboard with your seatbelt on. I just don't understand right. that one. Yeah. The bathroom selfies, I understand why they think that that's cute. Obviously, it's cringy. I get it. <laughs> but we don't we don't want it. But it's no. I understand why they think that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't understand the car photos. But, you know, there there just isn't that same level of focus. And also, I I feel like women are groomed to present themselves. You know, yeah. it's like, OK, you got to have your makeup and your hair mm-hmm. and your fashion and the and everything that is pushed out to us from the time we're little is right. all about your presentation. Exactly. And I, I just don't see a lot of men getting that same sort of grooming and that same kind of kind of conversation happening yeah. there. Yeah. And so I'm not surprised there's an imbalance, but then I'm always having to help clients like my female clients mm-hmm. that are looking to date men get over the fact that they're not going to come in the door with the profile as polished as yours mm-hmm. is or like when I met my husband, let me tell you something about his clothing. The first day <laughs> he showed up and he was really well dressed, yeah. very preppy, like not my style. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't want to like spoil, <laughs> spoil what's what's in the book. But it, I didn't think that he was my guy when he first mm-hmm. walked in. But he was yeah. dressed to a T. Mm-hmm. And then the second day. It was like, oh, that's, that's still a good outfit. But, you know, OK, that was a different choice. Yeah. Then the third date, I was like, what are those jeans? Oh, those don't even really fit you. And then the by the fifth date, I literally asked him, what is going on? Right. And he just had no idea how to put outfits together. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a lot of money, so he didn't prioritize spending it. Like if he had yeah. two good outfits. Yeah. He was good. Right. And I had to help him. Yeah. And sometimes we have to help them along. Mm but it was worth it. Yeah. I'm yeah. still married. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And now yeah. he's a great dresser. Mm-hmm. So he, he learned. I love that. We have to hold their hands sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I know in my dating experience, I've definitely experienced the imbalance, not even necessarily from an aesthetic. Well, yes, from an aesthetic point, but I'm not too hung up on that. But just from like a quality standpoint, a kindness standpoint, a mindset standpoint. And it has, I have not yet really met people who are up to par from a character perspective. Mm. What do we do in that instance? That I think is a problem from a character standpoint. That's a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. And I subscribe to this idea of four pillars that Mm -hmm. you need for long-term compatibility. Yeah. Values, Mm -hmm. shared values, shared goals for the future, Mm -hmm. clear communication and trust. Yeah. And 
when you are speaking of somebody that is their character mm-hmm. is not at the same level of integrity as mm-hmm. yours. Yeah. You're talking about probably not having trust mm-hmm. and definitely not having shared values. Mm-hmm. And what I would say to that, Les, is that you you can't compromise right. on that. For sure. And that there yeah. are people out there, but sometimes we have to be kind of strategic mm-hmm. about how we find those people because yeah. maybe that person's not in the pool that you're fishing in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good segue to something you said earlier that I wanted to come back to, which you said people are feeling IRL curious. So I want to talk about one, what that means, why that is, because I know in our last episode that we did together, it was three years ago, we talked a lot about online dating using the apps because we were all at home. That was kind of all we could do. And prior to the pandemic, I do feel like people did not have this vitriol towards dating that they have now. Like the negativity that people have around dating and this negative view of dating and everyone's saying like the dating pool has pee in it, whatever, all of this stuff. People didn't say that before the pandemic. Pandemic happened. Like you said, there is kind of this imbalance between kind of that self-work, which I think is a contributor. I think everyone was kind of forced to use these apps there's now this vitriol and this negativity. How do we move past that to have a more positive experience? And does being IRL curious help that? Mm, So many questions, Mm -hmm. all all wrapped up in one. (laughs) Uh, I'll start at just the beginning Mm -hmm. of, did people have this attitude before? In my experience, yes. Mm. Now, of course, when somebody comes to a dating coach, they're usually already at that point of frustration. Yeah. So there's certainly been an explosion, you know, on TikTok Mm -hmm. and Instagram, people wanting information about dating, Mm -hmm. like wanting to watch videos about dating that that has expanded certainly my pool Mm -hmm. a lot, my audience a lot. Mm -hmm. But I don't really see a change in when people come to me for coaching. Yeah where they're at. They're mm-hmm. they're at the same place of frustration mm-hmm. and feeling like, whether it's because of apps or something else, feeling like they're not meeting the people that they should be meeting yeah. or getting their needs met. Right. And what I would say, as somebody that has, I used, I met my husband online. Mm-hmm. I've used dating apps for most of my clients. That's been the route that has been most successful for them. Yeah. And I'm saying like literally... of my clients that are partnered Mm -hmm. came from an app. And I go through lots of other avenues. I talk about speed dating. I talk about meeting somebody in a bar. I talk Mm -hmm. about going to events and activities that have like-minded people. I talk about using your, I call it connector circle Mm -hmm. to introduce you to the people. I do all of the IRL stuff, but it just takes more effort. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we're in a little bit of a pendulum swing right now where people went all in on the apps, which was great at the time because it kept us connected. But then we kind of had all of these IRL skills that atrophied Mm -hmm. while we were all locked down in our homes. Mm. And what we're doing is we're telling ourselves fairy tale stories of like, oh, well, it's the apps, the apps suck. They do, but, (laughs) but you know, it's like, oh, it's the app's fault. Yeah. And you know what? The grass is greener. If I just go over here to speed dating, like I did an LA Times article about Mm -hmm. speed dating and how 
there's been a massive explosion in, mm-hmm. in speed dating, yeah. in matchmaking, in all of these IRL opportunities. Mm-hmm. But people don't realize that burnout, which is the main topic people were talking to me about before the pandemic, yeah. burnout will come back mm-hmm. just in a different form. Mm. And that it's really all about having that clarity and having strategy around dating. I feel like mm. that gets consistent results and reduces folks' anxiety. Yeah, Because that's the thing with dating apps that expanded our pool so quickly that everybody was like, oh, this is great. I'm dating all the time now. But then all of those highs and lows that you would inevitably feel in dating, you're feeling them at scale because Mm. you're dating now two and three times as much. Like my clients today, their expectation is two or three times more dates than my clients 10 years ago. Interesting. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. When you consider the mental investment that you put into each of those interactions and not, we're not even just talking dates. Now we got to bring back the texting trap. Right. Now we're also talking about the mental energy that you're putting into each of those text messages, each of those, you know, video chats, each of those DM slides. That's a lot of your energy going out. It is. It feels like the list of things that we should be doing for self-care is constantly growing, but we're still working with the same 24 hours each day. So I've had to get really efficient with my self-care. One area that I've never been able to get into is lymphatic drainage. And I know things like lymphatic massage, gua sha, and dry brushing are so good for you, but I just have not been able to bring myself to make time for them, which is why I was so excited to find a way to take care of my lymphatic system simply by getting dressed with Elastique. Elastique is self-care you can wear. Elastique's wearable wellness tools support the lymphatic system to help boost immunity, improve skin texture, support recovery, reduce swelling, and so much more. Elastique has performance-based compression to encourage blood and lymph flow for targeted muscle support and recovery. And they have micropearl bead technology for optimal circulation and energy. I have the original set legging and sports bra and I love wearing them as a base layer when I fly or when I'm running errands. And when you put it on, you can really feel it working. My circulation is so much better when I wear them. And I also notice that the skin on my legs looks a little smoother. I also love that all of their products are certified non-toxic and contain no harmful chemical or dyes. Visit Elastique.co and use the code BALANCEDLESS for 20% off your first purchase, their best offer out there. That's E-L-A-S-T-I-Q-U-E.co and use the code BALANCEDLESS, B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-L-E-S for 20% off your first order. Today's episode of Balanced Black Girl is all about dating, and we've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app, to help you find someone you can be yourself with. Let's be honest, has anyone else ever pretended to be into something that they're not actually into while dating, just so you could try to connect with the other person? I know I have. I've pretended to like music and sports and foods that I didn't actually like so that I could seem more likable to another person. And unsurprisingly, 
it never worked out. <laughs> but now I know better, so I do better. And the best dates I've ever had were the ones where I didn't feel like I needed to be someone other than myself. You know what I mean? Where it just flows naturally and you feel like you are really vibing with the other person. And that's the Harmony's whole mission. They want to help you find someone you can be yourself with. Because true connection is all about being seen and heard and understood. And that is why more people are turning to eHarmony. eHarmony's compatibility quiz brings out your personality and helps you meet people who will like you for you. Basically, they want people to like you for the right reasons. And what's not to love about that? If you're curious, give eHarmony a try. Get started with their compatibility quiz for free so you can find someone you can be yourself with. eHarmony, get who gets you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What's interesting what you said about the connecting IRL taking more time. I've kind of had the opposite experience where I've felt like the apps actually have taken more time because the process of getting someone from match to conversation to off the app to actually meet in person to see if there's compatibility, that takes so much versus the people that I've met in real life. You can have a conversation in real life and it's a little bit easier to suss out. Is there a connection or not? Has at least in my experience, save time because you can kind of suss it out a little bit quicker or get to know each other and and kind of see that sooner versus sure. it's all running a marathon just to get off the app and into a date. And then you do all of that and then you have a bad date. And it's like, how many more of these can I do? Yeah, no, I definitely hear that. <laughs> I feel like that I'm looking at the entire time span. Mm -hmm. So what I will see is people will say to me, well, I'm tired of the apps. And then I say, okay, so I want you to go to this mixer, go to this bar, ask this person for a setup, go on this, go to this party, go to this activity. And that part takes a lot more time and effort mm. where you can only meet however many people are in that location at that time. Mm -hmm. Whereas on the apps, you have so much more 
opportunity, more choice. Mm -hmm. There are more people. But that's why I say it's important to put a process around it. Yeah. Because when you think of it as like, I'm leaving a little piece of myself in each of these threads of conversation, mm -hmm. in each of these people that I say yes to. And, yeah. you know, time is our most valuable resource. Mm -hmm. We're not getting any more of it. And so who you choose to give your time to really right. matters yeah. and your energy. Yeah. And, you know, and just that focus of whether it's one date or 67 texts mm -hmm. or wh whatever it is. So yeah. that's why I'll give you guys some of the solutions. Yes. <laughs> yes. What is it? But how do we put a strategy together? Well, first, it's going to start with mindset. Mm -hmm. And I know you got that on lock. So mm -hmm. I'm not I won't go too deep into that. But really having clarity. Yeah. And what you're looking for. Yeah. What you have to offer and what that ideal relationship not just will look like on the outside, mm -hmm. not just what you can tell your girlfriends yeah, about like not, what it feels like, but what it feels like. Yeah. That's right, Les. Mm -hmm. What is it going to feel like to be in that relationship? Because you may not notice, you may not recognize it when it's just on paper. Right. But you're going to notice it when you feel that person across from you. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons also, because you've done that work and mm -hmm. you have that clarity. When you are in a room with someone, IRL, you can feel that right away. Right. Yeah. So we just have to look at the apps mm -hmm. as a means to an end. Mm -hmm. The app is not, that's not your boyfriend. The app is not where you're going to spend all of your time. Mm -hmm. The goal is to get off the apps. Yeah. And so I do a very short screening process and it, it the strategy de differs depending on what your challenge is. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people who come to me don't, they're feeling like they don't even have the matches. They don't have the messages. Whereas there are other people who may just be inundated with messages and matches and they're going out on all these dates and just feeling burnout and disappointed. Yeah. So we figure out, like I, I talk about like a dating, having a dating funnel. Mm -hmm. So we want to get as many options in that are qualified matches and then we sort of whittle it down, right? So if you're if you're having too many matches mm -hmm. then we have to tighten up that criteria, whether it's in the, your app settings, yeah. whether it's in how you're using the app, we need to truncate that process, get fewer people in the filter. And then this is a little bit controversial mm. in today's I dating love world. controversy. Let's get into it. <laughs> it's not really that controversial. Okay. Okay. I really oversold that. <laughs> I was getting excited. <laughs> well, I like to have a bit of a screening process before. I think we mm. talked about this before, like having a phone call or a video chat before you actually go on the date. Right. And I know everyone is resisting it right now because the speed of dating ramped up so quickly that people yeah. are like, I would just, I'd rather just go out and meet them and see. Mm -hmm. You can tell a lot from a phone call or video chat that yeah. would save you a lot of time and energy. What's your Truth. take on this? Truth. Yeah, I, I think that can be really valid. I know I've, I've had that happen before where I've, you know, done like a FaceTime or a video chat with somebody and I'm like, oh no, this is not, this is not it. Right. Or sometimes where I wish I would have after going on a date with right. somebody where I'm like, oh yeah, that wasn't it. Yeah, but I know that's not the norm now because we just evolved so quickly to like, well, let's just set up the date. Yeah. And, you know, I've had different dating experts on my podcast on Dates and Mates that say, mm -hmm. No, no, no. I don't I don't have anybody talk before the date. Mm. You know, matchmakers that'll just be like, I just want them to show up on the date and see. Yeah. I feel like that 
it just doesn't set you up for having the most clarity going into the date yeah. that you're not wasting your time. Because mm. I don't really yeah. look at any dates as a waste of time. I think it's all, it's, well. It's, it's been a while since you've been on any. <laughs> no, I think they're all learning. If the lear- And the learning might be, ooh, I should have done a phone call. Mm. Ooh, I needed to tighten up my filter. Yeah. Why did I give that person the benefit of the doubt? Yeah. Why didn't I trust my gut when like all the time I'll have clients that message me and say, you know, I feel like this person seems great on paper, but I just have this feeling like I shouldn't do it. And they they're looking for reasons or for permission Mm -hmm. to say, I just don't feel like it's right. Yeah. And we don't have to, we don't need anybody else's permission. Not at all. We got to learn to trust our inner, inner compass. Definitely. And I think a lot of people really struggle with trusting themselves, especially if they've experienced heartbreak or had a bad situation before they feel like, okay, well, if I chose this other person and it went left, how can I trust myself, you know, to make that choice again? You got to tune your picker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to test it too. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I talk all the time on my podcast about intuition mm-hmm. and and developing that inner compass because yep. it's not just going to be there. Yeah. You can't just trust it if mm-hmm. it has led you astray in the past. Yeah. You have to recognize what were the signals? Mm-hmm. Where did it show up in your body? Mm-hmm. And like I talk in the book about how, you know, Dr. Drew says, the body is a perfect instrument. Mm. Like you'll, you'll know, oh, I had that like weird feeling in my stomach that reminded me. And when you start connecting Mm -hmm. the dots, you're like, oh, that was a warning sign. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was good butterflies that made me want to lean in. But actually that was my body telling me, remember your ex? Mm -hmm. Remember how they made you feel? Mm -hmm. This is the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Learning the difference between butterflies and anxiety. Very important. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard to figure that out, mm-hmm. especially just in theory. And yeah. especially, honestly, the way that a lot of people date today. Yeah. We we are dating just on the surface. Mm-hmm. And it's like something to do. It. And it was certainly during the pandemic, too. Yeah. Like, well, I could sit at home and be here solo or I could do a FaceTime with somebody or I could go for an outdoor date. And it was something to do. But now we're in a totally different paradigm and we have to have more clarity about what we're looking for and how we want to spend our time. Yeah. And making sure that what you're looking for is coming from within you, not from social media, because I think there's also a lot of conversations on social media about who should do what and what kind of dates people should go on and where people should take you on a date and this and that. But if you have all of that in your head, it's going to be impossible to listen to your own picker. Ooh, you you kind of hit on like a sore spot for me. because there's so <laughs> yeah. There really is so much bad dating advice right. that's out there. Yeah. I did a whole piece with the Washington Post about Cheesecake Factory. Yes, let's talk about the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> like, why is Cheesecake Factory at the top of this list? I disagreed with at least half of the things on that list. Mm-hmm. And I think there's value in it for you. Mm-hmm. For like, if that's your list, great. Yeah. But that again, it's tools over rules. Right. That list is rules. Yeah. And 
if you looked at the list and you were like, wait, but I like Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I don't really like dinner dates for a first date anyway. But Agreed. If you like Cheesecake yeah. Factory, mm-hmm. like Cheesecake Factory. Or if you live in the middle of nowhere and Cheesecake Factory is like, what's there? Or, you know, there's Girl, I'm so from many. The Midwest. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I am from the Midwest. Cheesecake Factory is top tier. Right. It is top tier where I'm from. Right. Like if you were talking about Olive Garden, I know that's also on the <laughs> That may be a different conversation. Mm-hmm. I actually worked at Olive Garden. Sidebar. <laughs> different story. Yeah. For a different day. But it's ever it's all relative. It's exactly, totally relative. Exactly. As you said. There's no hard and fast, you know, what works and what doesn't. But I do think it's important for people if they do have these preferences or whatever to try to find people who can kind of be on their same wavelength. Yeah, but it's really important what you just said about what other voices are in your head. Mm-hmm. It's really important to be aware of the of the inputs that you are plugging in. Right. To your brain, mm-hmm. to your heart. Yep. Whether it's social media mm-hmm. or your your girlfriend that has a chip on her shoulder because she just got on a, out of a relationship yep. and her boyfriend cheated or had this whole other situation yep. that has nothing to do with you. exactly. And you're letting her write your dating profile and right. dictate who you should go out with. Yeah. And then wondering why your dating life is starting to look more like her. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. I feel like we are the ones in our relationships. Like we are the ones who are in it. So having like the voices and opinions and preferences of other people dictate what we're doing doesn't make sense because those other people are not in your relationship. You are. Yeah, that is another thing that has shifted in the last, let's say 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like dating apps bear the brunt of a lot of people's frustrations with dating. Mm -hmm. But- I feel like social media texting has just flown under the radar here. Yeah. And there's something to be said for how social media has shifted just our perceptions of relationships. Mm -hmm. There's the whole conversation, too, of like, you know, when you soft launch or like when you have pictures of somebody, you know, that you have to then scrub Mm -hmm. or do you leave them up? Like there's so many more questions that have been raised Mm -hmm. in the last 10 years. And I don't think that actually online dating has even been the biggest cultural shift. I think it's much more in the way that we communicate. Mm. And there's now, like you said, so many more voices in our head. Yeah. And dating has become like a spectator sport. It has. Right. Like that was not the case before. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't, I might tell like my best friend I was mm-hmm. going out on a date, but I wasn't showing his picture right. to 20 different people or when I had a bad date, right. posting it on TikTok For and, sure. you know, calling him out. Right. And I feel like there's, it's a little bit of a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Great to keep the bad actors from finding <laughs> more people to break their hearts and, you know, ruin lives. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm glad that the Tinder swindler got found (laughs) out. Right. But it's just the volume is up so high on that. 
Absolutely. Like literally on TikTok. It's yeah. so high. No, no, it is. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of very strict boundaries around what I share. And I specifically do not share details of my dating life for that very reason, because I don't want it to become fodder or any mm-hmm. of that to be used for engagement. But so many people do do that, that I think a lot of people come to expect it or come to feel like they should share about it. Or it's a way to like get a following, get engagement, get people talking. And it just feels like such a performance. Yeah. And I feel like also because people are not trusting Mm -hmm. that inner compass, that we ask for input Mm -hmm. from other people on our dating lives. Yeah. And because we have a digital record. (laughs) I don't want anyone's input. Right. But, you know, you might, I don't know, do you ever show somebody's profile to a friend? Like not not posting on. No, never. Mm -mm. Well, you are you are definitely outside of the norm, then, because I feel like (laughs) most people want that validation. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, girl, he's cute or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. kind of validation they need. Yeah. From just getting somebody else's eyes on it and checking. We have this digital record Mm -hmm. that we never had before. Right. You can go check somebody's Instagram Mm -hmm. like to make sure they didn't say something off the cuff or like that they it's 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 a double edged sword. It's great that we can fact check. Yeah. I like the LinkedIn fact checking Mm -hmm. because I feel like absolutely that is where people will be more authentic if they are authentic. Exactly. And if they're not authentic, you'll find out very quickly. Right. But for the safety of it, I think the social media check is great. But I don't want folks going down a whole rabbit hole because that's when we start getting into the storytelling and lurking and creating this whole idea of who this person is. One thing that is a non-negotiable for me is using organic, high-quality period products, and I can't recommend Cora enough. Cora has comfortable period care products that really work and are made with clean ingredients that we can feel good about. There are so many products for our periods out there, but Cora really stands out. Their tampons are made from 100% organic cotton, and they don't have any weird additives or ingredients. And their pads and liners are made with breathable organic cotton top sheets so you can feel fresh and comfortable while you're on your period. I'm really sensitive to period products that have weird ingredients or fragrance, and I love that Cora's products are made without chlorine, fragrances, or dyes. I always have Cora products in my purse for surprises or if I run into someone who needs one, and their products are so comfortable and offer the protection I need, which is one less thing I have to worry about during that time of the month. Plus, with every purchase, Cora provides period products and body education to people who might otherwise go without. And I love that. So make the switch to Cora. You can pick up Cora products at your local Target or CVS or have it delivered directly to your door, which is what I do so I never run out. Visit Cora.life slash balance less. And right now, when you order online with my special promo code, you'll get 20% off all Cora products. And this deal won't last forever. So stock up on your Cora today at Cora.life slash balance less and use my promo code balance less. That's 20% off at C-O-R-A dot life, L-I-F-E 
slash balancedless, B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-L-E-S with promo code balancedless. I am always on the go and traveling a ton, but that is no reason to not be on top of my oral health. So I'm all about finding great dental products that I can take on the go like Bite. Bite makes dry toothpaste tablets made with clean ingredients that are sulfate-free, palm oil-free, and glycerin-free. Bite toothpaste bits are so convenient. You just pop a bit in your mouth, you chew it a little bit, and then you start brushing and it turns into a paste just like you're used to, but with no plastic tube or mess. I started using Bite when I was traveling a ton last year and I loved how easy it was to throw in my bag or keep on my purse and how clean my teeth felt after I brushed. Using the bits took a little getting used to compared to regular toothpaste, but they're so effective and easy to get the hang of. They also come in refillable glass jars and they send refills in compostable pouches. So they're better for our bodies and for the earth. Which speaking of, Bites makes plastic-free alternatives for every product on your bathroom sink. From toothpaste to mouthwash to toothbrushes and deodorant, you can cut out the harsh chemicals and plastic waste without compromise. Bites sleek glass bottles and jars look amazing on your vanity and elevate your shelfy game. And Bite is offering our listeners 20% off your first order. Go to trybite.com slash balance less or use the code balance less at checkout to claim this deal. That's T-R-Y-B-I-T-E dot com slash balanced less B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-L-E-S for 20% off. And the other thing with that, Les, is that we start looking for red flags. Mm-hmm. Like, I am so done with the red flags conversation. <laughs> I I have, and I feel like I have written articles about like every freaking color of flag that there is. <laughs> There's like red, pink, beige, like, I don't know, throw out a color. I don't understand what beige flags are, actually. What does that mean? Like Beige neutral? flags is like, no, it's like, it's good. It's kind of red. Like, it, it could be a, pro- it's kind of an ick, but oh. it's like not a... Okay. Maybe not a deal breaker. Okay. So yeah, because I flags, see all these I videos, kind and of I have the no same. Idea. I don't know. Yeah. It it means nothing to me <laughs> because I don't want anyone looking for any flags of any kind. I Absolutely. want people to clarify. Yeah. What are your three must-haves in mm-hmm. a relationship? Yeah. And what is one deal breaker that you absolutely cannot live with? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's what I want folks to clarify before yeah. they go in. And a lot of people haven't really figured out what that looks like for them. They might even say, oh, well, must have, must have six, two or taller, must have a hundred thousand dollars a year or more, must have a BMW or higher. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, these are all just arbitrary factors. I'm talking about how does that person live their life? What are their values? What are their goals? Yeah. Those are the pillars. Those are, yeah, those are part of the pillars. pillars. Yeah. But if we start dating based on red flags, you can find a red flag in anything. Mm -hmm. You can get the ick from anything. And when we are training our brain to look for red flags Mm -hmm. instead of the green flags, I'll talk about green flags. We can talk about green flags. Yeah, what are some green flags? Green flags are there. They have clear communication. They're in integrity. Like they follow up. Mm -hmm. They message when they say they're going to. They show up when they say they're going to. Yeah. And that... 
act with kindness and empathy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm also going to be the empathy evangelist. <laughs> I really feel like we are dating devoid of empathy now. Mm, yeah. And that is something that really breaks my heart. Like it's so transactional. And I'm sure, I'm sure your listeners understand and relate to that. Yeah. So the answer to that is not to push away the apps or say, I'm not going to date. I'm going to just remove myself from the pool entirely. Oh, and if it that's happens, what I it said. Happens. <laughs> and if but it happens, it about happens. me. This is for the listeners. The listeners are more. But I think you'll needing this. You will relate to the, the fix is to actually apply more empathy mm-hmm. and apply empathy even when you meet the people who are, who don't have it together, (laughs) who are not in alignment Mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. Can you approach that with empathy instead of with frustration or, and and I know that's a big ask, but I feel like that's the only fix for the, the situation that we're in. Right. And for the way so many people are feeling about Mm -hmm. dating. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, it just, it's so transactional in the, and so I love online dating. I will say, I don't love, I don't love the swipe because yeah. the swipe was really built for ease of use mm-hmm. and we wanted easy, but then we got sort of sterile mm-hmm. and we just are, maybe I shouldn't use sterile in a dating context, but, <laughs> but you know, it just, it doesn't have the feeling. It doesn't yeah. have the depth yeah. of what profiles used to be. Mm-hmm. And the experience of swiping, like you're just going through a catalog, like, oh, I like that one. Save that one for later. No, 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 I would never, I would never. We're making our decisions so quickly yeah. that we're not dropping into that intuition. Mm-hmm. We're not trusting our gut. Mm-hmm. We're just going based on that surface. Mm-hmm. And there's something way more interesting underneath that. Mm. (laughs) That sounds amazing. In theory, I think people have a hard time getting to what's underneath the surface because a lot of people are very guarded and it can be hard to get there. I also pulled the audience for questions and a big theme of what people asked about is I'm stuck in an endless cycle of situationships. How can I get out of these situationships? Why is this happening so much? And I think that that is kind of a trap that people, that prevents people from being able to get under the surface. So can we talk more about situationships, what they are, why they happen and ways people can avoid them if that's not what they want? I'm so glad you brought that up because I think that goes hand in hand with the transactional nature of like, you're a placeholder. You're filling a role right now. Mm -hmm. I don't have clarity on what I'm looking for. So this is fine. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is that we've all, we've been through a lot the last few years. Right. We're going through a lot right now. Yeah. And one of the byproducts of that is that we have had so much, we've had to tolerate so much risk, Mm -hmm. constant risk. Yeah. You go out of your house, you may die. That's Mm -hmm. a risk. Yeah. And I know we're on the other side of that, but we're still processing that. Absolutely. And yet when you fall in love, when you make the decision to invest in a relationship, mm-hmm. there's always a risk. Mm-hmm. There's a risk, whether whether you're dating, whether you're married, You, anyone who is in a relationship now yeah. has had to make some 
sacrifice, make some, take some risk mm -hmm. and open up their heart mm -hmm. to see what's on the other side of that. Yeah. And I think a lot of folks that find themselves in constant situationships mm -hmm. are in that place of fear of risking. Mm. Because if I say to this person, look, this was, I, I figured I did what Demona said. <laughs> I got my mindset right. Mm -hmm. I have my goals and my values. And this is what I need. Yeah. And that person can't meet their needs. Mm -hmm. It feels like a loss. It feels like a rejection. Yeah. And I realize it's a risk and we don't want to feel that way. Mm -hmm. But I think the feeling of clarity yeah. is worth a lot more. Mm -hmm. And like, like I've told this story on, on dates and mates and on the call map before, but right before I met my husband, I was in a four year long situationship. Mm -hmm. Four years that's, of like, yeah, now hard. we're on, now we're off. Like, okay, here's another couple months. Like, yeah. I, girl, I was just like living on breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I finally got to the point, because I was actually working with a coach at the time. Mm -hmm. I got to the point where I said, I really need clarity because yeah. this in-between space, mm -hmm. I don't like how it feels. Yeah. I want to feel a relationship and I'm not feeling this. So mm -hmm. I said to him, this is what I'm looking for. Not with, I had to let go of all of my expectations. Yeah. But I had to just say, this is what I need. Mm -hmm. Can you give me this? And you know, he said, no, I can't, Demona. Mm -hmm. I can't. Like, this is where I'm at now. Yeah. That is not, my goal was not aligned with his goal. Mm -hmm. And I thought I would feel devastated, but I actually really felt empowered. Mm -hmm. And from that point, that was when I started to date with more clarity. Yeah. That is where I made a dating plan for myself. That is where I started to track actually what was happening mm -hmm. with my dates and with my profile and which yeah. photos I used. And yeah. like I actually, I, I love data and metrics. <laughs> <laughs> One of the reasons I work with dating apps is like, I love mm -hmm. seeing what the trends are mm -hmm. and being able to like help people navigate through mm -hmm. it based on what's really happening. Yeah. And it was at that point that I got the clarity on what I was looking for and started dating differently. Mm -hmm. And I met my husband like six months later. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I would have met him if I had been like one foot in situationship. Right. I just had a client that reached out to me over the weekend and she kind of ended a situationship, mm -hmm. but she was kind of keeping the door open. Mm -hmm. She was like, well, I told him that there was, that this was, I wasn't going to do this anymore. I needed commitment. And that, you know, if he couldn't give me commitment that we were done. So she's like, so I walked away. You know, I told him I can walk away from this. But she's like, so either he's going to come back and he's going to. No, 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 no. You already spent you walked away. five and a half months. Yeah. You got you did all of the data collection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got your answer. Yeah. And it wasn't the answer you wanted, but it was clarity. Yeah. And I know breakups can be really devastating. But I know that clarity and being able to conserve that energy that you were giving to that person mm -hmm. opens you up for something so much greater. Yeah. Because that's what it did for me. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> now, I would love to gather the data. And like, I feel like also sometimes you can gather any data to support the hypothesis. Mm -hmm. You know, like on Dates and Mates, I always do this dating dish, like headlines of the week. And I'll read different surveys sometimes. 
And yeah. it, you know, I always like to look at who's doing the survey. Right. Who funded it? Who funded <laughs> it? Yeah. What was the data sample? Right. Because you can tell any story that you want mm-hmm. from the data. Yeah. But I'm just really interested in individual empowerment. Mm-hmm. And like, this is the same reason. I know we talked about this before when I was here, what, three years ago. But sometimes the data is hurtful. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a lot of black women that come to me and say, well, the data says that black women online send the most messages and get the fewest responses. No, 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 no. That was one piece of data from OkCupid 15 years ago Yeah, that got reprinted and repeated and repeated. And then people started to believe it. And yeah. I'm like, if and that internalize is true, it. And if that is true, then how have I helped this many black women find love? Mm-hmm. Please tell me how that is true. Yeah. How have dating apps worked then? It just works for my clients. No, it it works if you understand how to work it. Yeah. And if you believe that data or if you even like even if it were true, it doesn't have to be true for you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are you going to focus on all of the people that are doing better than you? Are you going to focus on what you're doing great. Mm-hmm. You know, are you going to look for the glass to be half full? Or are right. you going to look at, oh, well, it's, it is empty that, that little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's all perspective. Yeah. I know you talk about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Something too, that I think would be helpful for people because dating in and of itself can feel like such a means to an end. And for some people it might be, it's like, they're just doing it to find their person. How can people enjoy it more while they're in it? Without that pressure of needing to like find this one partner or putting so much pressure on that. How can you enjoy the experience while you're in it? Well, it is a means to an end. I, 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 that's why I do what I do. Mm. You know, I, I want people to get to their relationship goal, but I don't control the timeline. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it, it takes three months and sometimes it takes three years, Mm -hmm. but it's all a growth and a learning and an evolution process. Yeah. So one, I would say, find some more of that Mm -hmm. in the experience instead of looking to be like, what can I add to the list of 30 places not to take a date? Yeah. And instead say, okay, what did I take away from that? That date, that was not a good date. Mm -hmm. So what did I learn? Either about my screening process, about how I showed up, about who I let in or even like I I want to empower people to know how much control they also have on an actual date. Mm-hmm. Like we're groomed also to be so damn polite mm. and like, well, I don't want to make them feel bad. So I'm going to stay on this two hour date. Like I once had a date from somebody I met online that was, I think, 15 minutes I long. Right. Yeah. We're like we sat there and we were like, yeah, this is like he was just like. I feel like this isn't working. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, I do. And I was so glad. Relief. I wish I had said it, but you know, I can't take credit for it. I was so glad. And then he, and then he was like, wait, was I a jerk? Like, are you okay? Like, and I was like, no, we, it was mutual, mm-hmm. but I would much rather know whether it's the person saying to me, I'm not feeling this after yeah. 15 minutes or me saying to the person, this this is not this is not the thing, mm-hmm. but we got to keep conserving that energy sure. and like being empowered enough mm-hmm. to say if you don't want to go out with them again, 
say it. Don't go out of out of obligation. Yeah. People prefer clarity. Mm-hmm. And anyone that's been ghosted knows that they prefer to receive clarity. Absolutely. Yet, yet we out here. No, it happens a lot. Because it's easier mm-hmm. and because we can hide behind the screen. Mm-hmm. We'll say we don't like to be ghosted, yeah. but then we'll go and ghost somebody else yeah. because we don't put that in the same category mm-hmm. as the way we've experienced it. And yeah. that's why I say bringing back the empathy. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I would say just make make the dating experience fun for yourself. Mm-hmm. Whether you need to put like an F the fairy tale, I talk about like gamifying your mm-hmm. dates, whether you're making it a game for yourself to keep yourself engaged, whether you're preparing in a different way, whether you're just only saying yes to dates that you would actually want to go on. Yeah. Like if you don't want to go to Cheesecake Factory, that's fine. Tell them, Mm -hmm. don't go to Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) What would you rather do? Mm -hmm. I would rather go and play pool. Go play pool. Mm -hmm. Do something that you would want to do, whether this person was there or not. So you bring the fun. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know it takes a little bit more effort. It takes some time to figure that out. It's a mindset shift. It's a mindset shift. Yeah. But as with any mindset shift, it takes practice to really get it from your mind into your body. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our mindset then orders our actions. Yeah. So you just have to start. And I love this when people say to me, I heard you say that. And then I changed this and I got this different result. Mm -hmm. That is so fulfilling to me. Like I had a date. I had my most fun date that I've ever had, or I met somebody that was totally different. I went out with somebody I would have said no to, but we had the best time. Mm -hmm. I want to hear more stories like that. For sure. And we are the ones that hold the cards to our dating destiny. So let's be empowered. Yeah. And I think it's more fun to amplify stories like that as opposed to like Cheesecake Factory stories. (laughs) <laughs> it is more fun it is more yeah. fun because also i just like to see solutions for right. people exactly like we can sit here and and whine about all the things that are wrong in the world yeah there's plenty of things that we could talk yeah. about mm-hmm. but it's just it's just more empowering for all of us i think to amplify the positivity so that's what i'm here to do Definitely. Liz. yeah yeah <laughs> I also want to ask quickly about dating for people who are already in long-term relationships, like how they can continue to like keep things moving, grooving, feeling good. Well, I have a similar answer for that Mm -hmm. is that you have to remember you hold the cards. Mm -hmm. You are in control of what happens in your relationship. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people sort of get into relationships. They fall into the routine Mm -hmm. and they're, waiting for, I don't know, their partner, mm-hmm. divine intervention, something to shift, but you yeah. need a catalyst. Yeah. You need something to to change the trajectory of the relationship if you want it to change. Mm-hmm. And if you're not seeing it from your partner, then it has to come from you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people are afraid to do that yeah. for the same reasons. Yeah. It's a risk mm-hmm. if you tell your partner you want to do something differently. If you tell your partner you you want to make a change in the relationship. Yeah. There is a risk there. Mm-hmm. But like our time is limited. Life is short. Yeah. So why not live to your fullest potential? Exactly. Why not ask for what you need? Mm-hmm. But also keep in mind that you have to offer. Right. This is where I feel like 
sometimes things get caught up in relationships. Mm-hmm. If if you're always thinking about, well, what's the other person doing for me? Mm-hmm. These are my needs. And I know we don't ever intend to do that, but that is how it shows up sometimes. Yeah. So then think about how can you get the other person yeah. to show up for you? Mm-hmm. And the other thing, you know, as somebody who's very optimistic about relationships, I love love, but I also know not everybody is your person long-term. Yeah. So if you get to the point where it feels too difficult Mm -hmm. and you've done everything that you can do, Mm -hmm. like you've, and you've gotten therapy Mm -hmm. and you've been listening to Balanced Black Girl and (laughs) you've, you've cleaned up your side of the street and it's still not working. I mean, sometimes you do have to, relationships sometimes have a, have a timeline. Mm -hmm. But I do see a lot of folks also, like particularly during the pandemic, speaking of trends, I was really surprised because I thought that at the beginning of the pandemic, we were going to see an influx of new, we were going to see a rise in uh, divorces Mm -hmm. and breakups. Yeah. And it, was sort of delayed because I think people just hunker down. They're like, there's right. so much going on. Yeah. I'm just going to hang on to this for now. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see it more mm-hmm. now. I think yeah. people kind of got their bearings a little yeah. bit and mm-hmm. were like, oh, I don't want to be this fool. But um, <laughs> I, I feel like some people think that I would just be like, stay in the relationship and fight. And that's not, not always that's not always the right choice for the relationship that you're in, but these pillars will work whether you're just beginning a relationship Mm -hmm. or already in the relationship and Mm -hmm. sometimes getting clarity on the pillars. Yeah. Like you might look at that person that's sleeping next to you and be like, Oh, wait a minute. We have completely different goals Mm -hmm. and values. Yeah. And those are things that don't significantly change. They change at different intervals of your life yeah. but like if you're beginning at the same place you can't expect that somebody's going to completely change their values right so yeah. we have to be willing to look at that yeah definitely and everybody kind of changes and evolves at their own at their own pace and in their own way yeah we have to mm-hmm. we're an individualist society <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah. everyone's on their own journey yeah. and also like you're not your relationship shouldn't be the mirror image mm-hmm. of you. And my husband and I are super different. Yeah. But we had the same goals when we began mm-hmm. our relationship. Yeah. We've continued to now make goals together. Mm-hmm. And we have similar values, the rules by which we live our life. Yeah. The lens through which we look out at the world. Mm-hmm. And with that, I feel like we can get through a lot. Yeah, that's really important. So important. Yeah. And really, when you think about it, who you choose to partner with is the most important decision you'll ever make. Most important. Yeah. Right? It's it going to be taken lightly. Everything else. It's going to affect your finances mm-hmm. and your mental health and your family. Yep. Everything. Yep. And yet it's funny because it's the thing that we leave to chance. Right. Mm-hmm. We say, well, well, if it's meant to be, it will be. Well, no, we have to, we have to apply that same sort of clarity that we do to our careers mm-hmm. and to, you know, the the same sort of intention that we do, the same sort of attention that we give our families right. or yeah. our friends. We have to approach dating and relationships with that 
same amount of focus. Yeah. If it's really that important, as important as we're saying it is. Yeah. 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 And can we talk a little bit about maybe the importance of breaks? I also know that you are really Mm -hmm. big on like helping people embrace their singleness. If someone is struggling with that, what would you say to them? (sighs) I'm, I don't remember what I said three years ago, (laughs) but I'll tell you what I say now because because of the rampant dissatisfaction with dating apps, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are coming to me like, well, I want to take a break Mm -hmm. or like I did three weeks on this app and like now I'm going to be on a break. And I think breaks are fine. Obviously, your mental health has to come first. Right. So a break is fine, but I say put a time on the calendar where you're going to revisit it because a break can turn into a long stretch where it's not being treated as the most important thing in your life. Right. And we're focusing on other things and where attention goes, energy flows, and you're realizing that things are thriving in other areas, but you're still missing this thing, Mm -hmm. this part of your life that feels really important to you. Mm -hmm. So a break is okay, but not, I don't think pushing it all away. Like, I I think that's a sign that we've sort of, we've had a little too much. Mm-hmm. And we need to develop a healthier approach to dating, to dating apps, to social media, to texting, to DM, like whatever it is yeah. that is causing us that mm-hmm. anxiety. Mm-hmm. We need to look at that while we're in the break. The break isn't just like, I just won't do it. You know, what do you think? I think it, I think it depends. I mean, I'm trying to take my own personal experience out of it, but I think it depends on the person. And I think it really depends on what's important to them. Like if romantic relationships are really important to them, I think that it's good to find a way to help that feel healthy. And if it's not feeling healthy, identify what about it doesn't. And then I also think from the perspective of like, if a romantic relationship is not that important, like being okay with that and letting it be what it is. Yeah. And also, again, those timelines, Mm -hmm. like set a time when you're going to reevaluate it Mm -hmm. because we might say, maybe you've been through a breakup Mm -hmm. or maybe you just moved somewhere and you're starting a new job. Yeah. And a relationship is not that important to you in that moment. Mm -hmm. But are you going to build up resentment or frustration if you're sitting here in the same place a year from now? Mm -hmm. So I'm all for embracing singlehood when you're in that season. Yeah. But I'm also all for being full on if you're in the dating process. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the problems with dating today is that dating apps made it so easy for people to just be online and be, you know, one foot in and one foot out. Yeah. And that's why it feels so, it feels like it takes so much effort to even get to the date because people are here, but we're not really here. Mm-hmm. We're on the apps, but we're like kind of seeing what's out there. Yeah. And when you get the clarity yourself and you're approaching it with clarity, it is so clear to see who is wasting your time. sucking up your energy yes right and you're just like well and they they will run Mm -hmm. if they see that you have absolute clarity Mm -hmm. and you're like i'm only looking for a long-term relationship so if that's not what you're looking for well 
Hi. Mm-hmm. They will they will either straighten up or they will ship out, you know? Most definitely. Yeah. I Which see either way is a good thing because it clears the way. It clears the way. <laughs> yeah. But if you're in a season of singlehood, you yeah. know, embrace that fully. Totally. If you're in a season of, you know, work growth and you want to be fully invested in that, do that 100%. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the days of being half in any of this are kind of behind us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever, wherever it is that you want to be, be fully in it. Sounds like the consensus. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. I, I, I think we all went through this period of being in a fog, you know, mm-hmm. where there was such a blend between all of these areas of our lives. There yeah. was such overlap. There yeah. was total lack of clarity. Mm-hmm. And all of these elements of our lives were overlapping. Yeah. And maybe you're in a place where that is still true. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, I think you owe it to yourself to get some clarity mm-hmm. around where you are mm-hmm. right now. And if that's the way you want to live your life. Like I was yeah. even just talking over Thanksgiving with my cousin showed up, you know, really dressed, mm. <laughs> really dressed for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I had told my other cousin that it was super casual. And she was like, here, I, I showed up like a bum and he's wearing like a suit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, we get so, we we don't have the opportunity to dress up and to show up correct yeah. very often. He was like, I realized it was just a slide, slippery slope. Like, I was wearing joggers every day. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't even take a shower at some points. And I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? We don't have to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. We can choose. And he said that when he wears his suit, whether it's to a meeting or to a Zoom call or just out, people interact with him differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the it's some some of it comes from internal. Some Mm -hmm. of it's external. Some of it's a blend Mm -hmm. of both. But just really figuring out how do you want to present yourself? Yeah. How do you want to show up when you're there? Mm-hmm. Where do you want to be? Yeah, definitely. And Either showing fully. up fully. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I feel like that feels like such a good like wrap up of wherever it is you want to be, be there fully and yeah. show up. I'm here fully with you. And I'm here fully where with else you. would I rather be? Exactly. Nowhere. I am right here with you. Thank and I've been you. looking forward to this for so long, ever since we ran into each other. And you're like, I got to have you back on the pod. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming back. Please tell our audience where they can find you about your podcast and about the book. Yeah. So you can get the book F the fairy tale Mm -hmm. at your favorite bookseller. Mm -hmm. And the Dates and Mates podcast happens every week, like clockwork for 11 seasons. I've been doing it. Yeah. So that's where I dive into a lot of the data and also answer questions and get people, you know, immediate help on dating. And then, of course, I'm on the socials at Demona Hoffman. Perfect. Yeah. Telling you all the things not to do, all the places not to go on a first date. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that. Demona's list of... (laughs) My list of no's. No. All of the icks, the beige flags. Mm -hmm. You'll find none of them. Flags of every color. Flags of every color. Yeah. Amazing. We'll make sure we have all of your information linked in the show notes so that we make it very easy for people to find you. Thank, Thank you. you so much for coming back on the show. It was great to see you again. So good to see you. Thank you. 
Thank you all so much for tuning in. Make sure you're subscribed if you aren't already. Apple, Spotify. We also now have full video episodes on YouTube. The Balance Black Girl YouTube channel still very new. We're getting up and running. Make sure you subscribe there. Check out the videos. Drop us a five-star review because we're five-star girlies. We're a five-star situation. And I'll see you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.